What's up, podcast listeners? This is Dr. Bailey coming at you in November of 2020. Quite the year we've had. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. This podcast is really, I believe, going to bring much more of a positive spin on 2020 and things that uh, we can take away. So we just came back from an office retreat just about a week ago now, and we unplugged. We took the team. We got out of town. We went up to North Georgia and got a cabin up there on a river. And so we just kind of, I don't know, we just kind of unplugged from the daily grind. And so many of us are just kind of stuck in home office, home office, grocery store, you know, this kind of routine. So it's kind of nice to just get out. You know, I took away a lot from that weekend. The fact that you can get like-minded people in one place and just have great conversation and get away from the daily work environment and then put yourself in nature, which was absolutely gorgeous. The weather was perfect. Like I said, it was on the river. So it's just kind of nice to have nature sounds and, and just kind of kick your shoes off and uh, get your get your feet dirty. You know, one of the things that I found over the years is we've, we've overcomplicated our lives. We make things so complicated and we live in such a technologically diverse society that we've kind of distanced ourselves from nature. So when you really think about it, our bodies are designed to thrive in, in a natural environment. And so when you don't have access to that, when you essentially remove yourself completely, it changes you. You know, your DNA is designed to help you to adapt and thrive in your external environment. And you change that dramatically at a, at a matter of a century. I mean, genetics don't change. They, they, they kind of stay and remain the same. I mean, there's subtle changes, but we're still human beings and we're meant to kind of hunt, gather, and roam. And so putting that in the weekend where we all kind of got together, um, we had to get there individually. So it was kind of fun to, you know, arrive at different times. And then we all brought food that we prepared for the weekend. So we tried to eat super clean and we just had an ability to laugh and, and, and hang out and enjoy amongst people that really build you up. And, and I feel like that's another aspect of this podcast is really essentially surrounding yourself with those people that, that really build you up in life. They encourage you to grow and, and, and prosper in, in different ways. And, you know, we sometimes get into, you know, relationships with our family or friends or significant other where they may kind of, you know, squash some of those beliefs of what you can do and what your potential is. And I, I think that's unfortunate. You know, this podcast is kind of all about being happy. So what I want to talk about is the relationships you have in your life and, and how those either support you and build you up or they inhibit you. You know, people are pulling in different directions, but, you know, in life, sometimes you find people that are kind of parallel. They're going in the same direction. They're like-minded. They have similar beliefs and values. And so when you talk to them, they don't really pull you in their direction with their ideas and their thoughts. They just kind of support you. So, you know, it's amazing to have a team of people that you work with every day, literally a, a majority of your life that you can agree on things. And, and that's not by chance. You know, I, I hired my team individually. You know, I have the luxury of being an entrepreneur, but that's not really a luxury when you work seven days a week, 24 seven. I mean, it's good and it's bad in some days, but to be able to be in control of that is kind of where I'm going with this conversation is, you know, I chose the people on my team. I chose the events of this weekend. I chose that we would do something together outside the office in nature. And uh, that was a decision. 
you know, I, I made that myself. You see, every day we make decisions. We choose whether we're going to spend the weekend busy or we're going to go and camp or just go and do a family activity. Um, you know, we choose jobs that make us work on weekends. We choose jobs that force us to travel. Those are our choices. You know, that's something that you're in control of. And if you don't understand that, if you're a victim to your job because it pays your bills and so on and so forth, then that's unfortunate. But, you know, for those listening that have the ability to control their lives to whatever capacity, you know, happiness is a choice. You choose to wake up every day and have an attitude about the direction of your life. You see, nobody puts those thoughts in, in your mind unless you listen to fake book and you know, go on Twitter and, and, and you want to envy everybody you know that's putting their highlight reel on social media. You see, that's not what's supposed to make us happy. It's a patient, he happened to be on my radar for um, just a lot of conversation we've been having in the office and he's been back and forth to Florida. And he posted a picture of this gorgeous sunrise and the fact that he took time in his day to wake up a little early, go down to the beach and watch the sunrise. I mean, that's kind of what God put that there for us is to start our day with sunshine. Why would you go to a dark cloud of social media and expect that to fulfill something that's different than what your body is designed? You know, that's like eating McDonald's and calling it food when it's completely processed bullshit. How about social media is McDonald's for our minds? Do you get it? You understand what I'm saying? It, we could go through our day and turn everything technology off, and I guarantee you'll survive. Did it for two days this past weekend, didn't even turn the TV on, phones, sorry, don't work, out of service, so shut them off. I literally had to find my phone on Sunday when we left, I'm like, where the hell is that damn thing? I mean, I, I don't even know where I put it. I put it there somewhere on Friday and haven't really touched it since. But what are we dependent on? The constant news, the constant everything. So, what I want to talk about is how can we naturally unplug, de-stress, and, and, and kind of biohack our brain to create some level of happiness that isn't fake and artificial or processed. You know, these are the way that our brains are designed to work. And when you hear the list of things that you can simply do each day to make your body and brain happy, you're like, oh my God, I can do that totally. It's easy but it doesn't involve a computer or a screen. If you're paying attention, if I've got your undivided, I wanna go through a list of things that you can do to hack happiness in your brain. This is borrowed from a friend, so I'm not gonna take full credit, but it's simple, it's easy things to do. There's a neurotransmitter in your brain called dopamine. It's pretty much your reward center. If you look at it this way, um, if you do something good in life, it's that feeling of, I just won, I just did something, I accomplished it. So. The first thing you can do is just complete a task. Do something. Do this. Each day, write one thing down that you want to accomplish, and at the end of the day, you get to cross it off. You simply just strike a line through an item, a task. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be rebuild the porch. You don't have to construct something. It's just something as simple as, I really want to go into my day tomorrow and compliment as many people as I can in their, just their being, their, their, their sense of who they are. Do you know how, how far that goes? And that's going to be uh, in another category. I'm just kind of 
leading ahead, but something like doing a self-care activity. That's another reward-based thing you can do for yourself. What is that? That is taking care of you, whether that's going to the gym, drinking a smoothie, eating a salad at lunch, doing yoga, stretching, deep breathing, whatever. Do something for you. Go get your nails done. I got a pedicure one time, and this was months ago, and it was just for the hell of it, but man, it was amazing. They got a massage and somebody took care of my feet and just rubbed on them for a minute. And when I left there, I felt different. There was something to be proud of. I'm taking care of myself. This is one that I don't encourage unless it's a, a healthy behavior, but we're all human and mine might be pizza, but eating food, you know, and that's unfortunately a situation that we're in right now where that's where most of us are going. You know, everything delivers. You can have pizza at a fingertip. You can get burgers delivered. You can get fast food of any sort delivered practically for free. There's coupons for free tacos, I think. You can literally get free tacos from Taco Bell. I don't know about that. But the idea is that eating food does elicit that dopamine response. And that's why some people, they unfortunately eat too much and get overweight because they're they're feeling good about that. That chocolate cake is their, it's their reward. It's their their goal, you know? So when you set goals and, and, and put rewards attached to those goals, try not to make them food. I mean, that's that's something once in a while, like I might eat pizza once a month. I try not to eat it more than that unless I'm hanging out with certain people that just love pizza and it, it ends up happening more than once a month. But you, you gotta understand there's things that you have to give into. Otherwise you may wanna binge and indulge more than you should. So you gotta be careful about that one. I think we beat ourselves up too much and and how many things we did wrong but i think the little wins those little accomplishments those things that we do on a, on a regular basis i think the celebration of that and if you know me i'm one to celebrate life because you only live once and we don't get a redo i i think taking a moment each day and, and celebrating the little win for the day and it might have been you know letting somebody out of their parking space or you know maybe you help somebody. I, I'm a little bit taller than the average person, but like just helping a little old lady at the grocery store. I mean, just grabbing a can of soup or whatever on the top shelf for. Those are things that we can focus on. We have control over that, you know? And, and, and like I said earlier, this is a decision that you make. And each day is a series of decisions. And to quote Dr. Toulon from a previous podcast, everything you do in your life has a consequence. Some good, some are negative. So each day you make a decision moment by moment, you know, these are a series of steps. So these are things that you can decide to do. Quite frankly, I mean, it's easy. You can just uh, take some time for yourself. I like serotonin because it really enhances our mood. And some people artificially take uh, supplements. But the natural things that you can do, and this is something kind of in a little different direction, but meditation. We started our day on Saturday at the retreat with meditation. Dr. Kenna from previous podcast, she uh, was able to come up with us. And the goal was Saturday morning on sunrise, we would be out on the deck and we would be meditating. First we did uh, about a 30 or 40 minute session of yoga and just stretched and kind of opened up the diaphragm. And really uh, yoga is a pretty amazing thing when you just kind of look at the true essence of it. It's moving and stretching your body, you're, you're breathing deeper. All the things that you know exercise produces just kind of at a slower, easier pace for, for most people. When we finish yoga, we, we all just kind of laid in this, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, don't shoot me. Uh, I think it's kind of like the Shavas pose. 
and you basically lay as a, as a corpse, an anatomical position on your back, palms up, and you just melt into the surface beneath you, which is, you know, for us, it was a yoga mat on the deck. But what happens is it aligns your spine and that's super cool. And then you just close your eyes and then you start to focus on like positive things, things that you can control, things that are in your future, decisions that you can make. Um, but essentially giving your, your, your mind that kind of quiet time of just, in a sense, you just stop all the artificial process stuff and focus on what's important. There's so much static in life. Static is just that. It's just a distraction. And then there's the clear signal. And that's what I kind of think meditation is really about is, is kind of getting a clear signal of what you want. It doesn't have to be super spiritual. You don't have to ohm until you, you know, transcend. It's just that you just shut your mind off and quite frankly, just get rid of the in your life and focus on what's good. Take a few minutes. I mean, if you do that a couple minutes a day, okay, you're going to be a better person. There's no way it's going to hurt you or harm you. So these are all things that are natural that you can do that I believe we should all do at some point in our normal routine. Um, you know, one of them is sunshine. And that was what I described in the uh, yoga and meditation is, you know, just natural light on you is such a mood enhancer. I mean, you think about the glow of the sun, it's just, it's pretty awesome and amazing. So these are things that you can do that don't cost you anything. And you can essentially just go out and do them tomorrow if your weather permits in that case. But if you're in Michigan, sorry, you're probably not going to see the sun until next year. Things like walking in nature. I mean, you look at just the simple activity of going through the woods with no sirens, no horns, no engines, no diesel motors, no engine brakes from the semis on the interstate. I mean, it's just just peace and quiet. And I think that's super important. We don't get enough of that, you know, that that outside time. And, and so whatever that capacity is for you, if you're in the city, find a park. Things like natural movements, like running, walking, swimming, um, riding a bike. You know, those are things that are simple and easy. And there's always a reason why you feel better after exercise. It's not about the, just the physical component of it. You, you, you know, start to see it for the, you know, the muscular development, the cardiovascular development, but just quite frankly, it's, it's such a mood enhancer. And I think it's the number one natural alternative to depression and anxiety medication. If you don't believe me, go to pubmed.gov and look up the effects of exercise on mood. And there's so much information out there and it's something as simple as just exercising a little bit every day. So one of the things that we all strive for in life is love, and, and that's something of acceptance. There's a lot of different ways if you're living by yourself or you just don't have a significant other and you're just kind of all by yourself or maybe, you know, your, your family's moved away. There's a lot of different scenarios there, but oxytocin is going to be that particular neurotransmitter. And what that's going to do is that's going to produce the sense of feeling loved and accepted. And so what I think we should all do is something as simple as playing with, with dogs, with animals. I mean, those are creatures that are put here. These are animals that are put here for our enjoyment and they're our best friend for a reason. And their companions essentially bring a dog home and they love you forever. I mean, that's unconditional love, but, um, you know, we're, we're big fans of, uh, of pets at the office and we all have them. You know, it's it's kind of 
sad to leave them alone, but it's kind of cool when you come back from a long weekend and they're so happy to see you. I mean, there's just something to be said about that. It's every time. But yeah, animals are great. And I think they're super important that we spend time with them. And if you hate dogs or cats or allergic to them, you know, there's other there's other ways to possibly um, get some joy from there. Maybe get some fish or a beta or something like that. Somebody that compliments you when you hear your name and somebody says you did something good, you know, how does that make you feel? Makes you feel pretty good, doesn't it? One of the things that, you know, my goal was earlier in the previous section of dopamine reward is completing a task is something as simple as complimenting as many people as possible. You know, telling them they're good, telling them the brightness in their life. What What is it that they do right? You know, build them up. So much of society is about hatred right now. And and it really just kind of, it, it pisses me off because I hate very few things, if anything, in life. I dislike a lot, but I, I mean, for me to hate something, uh, you, you either hurt me or, or you've harmed me in a way that I, I'll never forgive you. But um, honestly, man, I tell you what, that's one of the things that I think is super important in life. And just complimenting people gets you so much farther. This comes from my best friend. It's funny. We were driving, I think, to school one day in his Dakota pickup truck. And so my buddy, Jono, he's like, you know, you know, Bailey, he goes, you'll never get anywhere in life being a dick. And I said, you're right, man. You're absolutely right. And it kind of stuck with me. And, and not that I was being a dick up, up until that point. I mean, I'm, I'm always kind of been a little rough around the edges, if you know me. But it was more of just kind of a heart to heart, you know, just kind of one of those thoughts you have, you want to share. It's like you get so much further in life when you're nice to people and, and build them up. And that's a choice. You know, you have a choice to be mad and angry at someone or you can see the best in them and kill them with kindness, as they say. These next few are controversial. So my disclaimer is these are non-COVID correct. These are non-COVID compliant. These are actually things that are, will you say, not recommended, almost to the point where you're feeling guilty of doing these activities, that society has deemed them unnatural. So we're under the category of oxytocin, which produces the feeling of love in your brain. And some of the biggest ways to dump oxytocin into the brain is through physical touch, holding hands, hugging, kissing. You understand what I'm saying? Does that register? When you stop feeling love, hatred starts to fill your heart. You see what's going on? Do you understand now? You understand why I do these podcasts and why I take time to share with you because there's something bigger going on and you need to know how you can help take care of yourself and your family. Again, advancing your health is really what your doctors should be telling you, but maybe they're too shy or maybe they're not educated enough about simple physiology they learned in uh, basic medical school. So one of the last categories I'm going to touch on is things that can help to kind of kill the pain of life. Natural painkillers we call endorphins. Some of my favorite ones because they're simple and easy to do, laugh. Yep. You ready for this? Look at some of the healthiest people on the planet and the happiest people on the planet. And they have a very jovial mindset. The Dalai Lama himself, big hitter of the Lama, that is somebody who portrays essential happiness. And all he does is belly laugh all day. 
And um, this is a personal contact of mine, but um, he was a patient years ago when I first got started, like many, many years ago, like 15, 16 years ago. And he started some laughter yoga. And at the time, him and his wife were doing these um, yoga sessions where it was like intentional belly laughing. And I said, what's, what's the deal here? What, what, what's the goal? What, what are we doing? He said, man, it's, it's crazy. You go in, you just laugh and it's like silly, but you're having so much fun and you kind of forget everything. And you just become very happy. You know, something as simple as watching funny movies. I always, I always try and watch something that's lighthearted before I go to bed. You know, I'm not the news watcher, the fear monger, the person that's going to sit around and just watch, oh, what's happening? What's going on? What, what should I worry about tomorrow? Why? You might even wake up tomorrow. Sorry, not sorry, but there's going to be a day where you and I don't wake up. And I'm okay with that. Life is life. It's short and should be sweet. Short in a sense, I've talked to people in nursing homes and when they get to their end of years, they realize how quickly it went. Recently, I've been more focused on living in the moment because essentially we don't know how many more moments we have, whether that's in another lockdown or some kind of physical barrier that we can't do things that we used to be able to do, like travel or get on a cruise ship or a plane or cross a border or go to a family's house because there's more than six people in there. Listen, it's about to get crazy, but that's all right. We got this. Today's podcast, this idea of what I'm talking to you is helping you to have a mental, essentially a mental strength of how to improve your health, your happiness, and we don't know what's going to happen. So let's just focus on the things that we can control. There's a list of things. I, I get it. There's a lot of things on that list, but the idea is that you can do some or most of them on a regular and frequent basis, whether that's daily or we incorporate versions of it. Taking time for yourself, getting out of your daily grind, essentially getting out of the work, home, grocery store, practice, flow mentality. Get everybody out. Take them all at the same time because then when you come back from the weekend, you're all on the same level playing field. And that was one of the things I noticed bringing my team with me. It wasn't just me going off to some retreat and doing something fun. It was all of us. And the idea of what's happened in the practice and, and just the idea of the team building and the unity. And as my office manager has coined the phrase, we are family. We are friends that are closer because we treat and love each other as our own family. And when you build bonds like that, I think essentially you can go much further in life because they're going to always build you up. So listen, this has been pretty awesome podcast. I, I really feel like there's a few people out here that need to hear this because they're on the fence of their own happiness and maybe they're just not feeling up to their normal self. Share it with them. You know, if my voice uh, speaks to you, hopefully that is something that helps to change and improve you. That's always my goal. You know, we've got like 1400 downloads now or something like that. And I feel like those are people's lives that could possibly be changed. I'm going to choose to believe that because if you made it through a partial section of it. You at least took away one thing. So listen, it's been awesome. I think this is like our 25th episode. So it's always a pleasure. I look forward to each one of these podcasts. I just want you to keep uh, your head up and uh, listen, choose to be happy. And from me to you, I just uh, I want you to live your best life. Oh, and I will be with you when the winter comes. Oh, and I will be with you to feel California sun.